This podcast is brought to you by Backyard Box Office Kansas City. Listen up, NFL fans. Imagine you're in the backyard, ribs on the smoker, two hours to kick off, and all the neighbors will be at your house soon. But you only have 50 inches of screen and a few couch spots. This year, call Backyard Box Office Kansas City and have them bring the big screen outdoor theater experience to you with screens from 10 feet all the way up to 23 feet. Everyone in the neighborhood can come together to watch the big game for scheduling and prices. Go to BackyardBoxOfficeKC.com and use code TLC for 10% off. Again, that's BackyardBoxOfficeKC.com, code TLC for 10% off. Listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. We'll give him credit for. I think he played better than than I would have. Than I would have. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Hughes played better than me last week. Breaking news, everybody. Caleb is a worse corner than Mike Hughes. <laughs> Welcome to the TLC FP. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at CDerlin53. I'm Tyler Savaitinaya. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Suavage underscore. You can find the show on Twitter at TLCFP. Please go follow us and interact with us on there. We tweet some, mostly Caleb and Tyler uh, tweet. I don't I don't tweet on there, uh, but I, ha- I, am, I am signed in. He only tweets so. when something about Star Wars comes out. So, uh, I mean, I also tweet about Dune things sometimes. There you go. As long as it's movies or the Jayhawks, right? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll throw a couple tweets. We see where we stack up to them. I, I get my <laughs> Chiefs thoughts out here. Um, hey, everybody. Just want to make sure everyone on Twitter is cool, calm, and collected because the Chiefs won. 40, no, they're not. Forty-two. No, there's and, and they no, never will be. It's still a meltdown. Absolute hellscape on Twitter. Yeah, and it always will be. But the Chiefs did win one way or another. Forty-two to thirty over the Philadelphia Eagles. Some things looked really good. Some things still defense looked mediocre to bad. Uh, Ellie stretches. Uh, we talked about the defense in the short. So let's touch on it first a little bit here. Thoughts on the defense in this game specifically? I think some of the freakouts on Twitter are definitely warranted because the defense... Oh, they're bad. 2018-esque. As they they still played better... um, They still didn't look very good. They didn't play great. (laughs) We did have six QB hits, which is better better than, I think, all of the games combined before this game. I would not be surprised if that's true. Yeah, no, they, they looked better. Like, they really did. Well, sort of. Because, I mean, they still... This is the Eagles. And I know the last touchdown... That's a garbage time touchdown. You're up yeah. 19. So we can really call it 23. 23. With a few yards less. Yeah. But it's not like it was... They still put up nearly 500 total yards. And the game was 28 to 23. 
and you gave the Eagles the ball back to make it a one possession game again. Mm-hmm. The the reason this game it, kind of the reason the score is the way it is is largely I believe because the Eagles settled for field goals and they they yeah, they weren't aggressive down the, in the red zone nearly as much as I feel they should have been. If they're aggressive, they could. I mean, this game's a whole different game. It could be. I mean, the Eagles could have won if they converted on those because the Chiefs and, and did not stop them so for me, the majority of three quarters. Let me ask yeah. this question. Who the fuck is Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell? No one knows. He's just on the Eagles and scores touchdowns, I guess. No, he no, he doesn't. He only does it against the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, and it was a rushing score. And he's a wide receiver. No, he's a running back. He's got three carries. Well, he six, well, he's, well, he's number 14. I bet he's a wide receiver. No, he's listed as a running back. Is he back. really? He's listed as a running back. That's strange. He they, had, can, they can he have those tw- numbers. That's true. That is true. That did get changed. He had twice the catches, at, anyway, <laughs> that he did rushes. But he did have a rushing, t- a rushing touchdown, had 10 yards of carry. Yeah, I mean, in the in the previous and, three games, uh, starting off with Atlanta uh, was I mean, their win. That he had nine, uh, he had nine rushes or re- receptions for thirty seven yards, nine touches, six for fourteen against San Francisco, and one for two against Dallas. <laughs> and they just comes in with a cool nine for eighty nine and a touchdown against yep, the Chiefs. It just it doesn't make sense. Miles Sanders wasn't even like. A factor was in this game. Was Gainwell the, the garbage town, time touchdown? No, he no, no, no. ate that, us the entire game. That was Greg Ward, I that believe. Was, yeah, it was Greg Ward. Mm, gotcha. He ate us Former this entire game. It doesn't really? make any sense. Yeah. Three for 31 and then six for 58 receiving. <laughs> Just like, that's not good at all. No. He had 10 yards a carry. 10.3 yards My, a Miles carry. Miles Sanders was On only three carries, but still. Miles Sanders only touched the ball seven times. Uh, uh, seven, ten, ten times. Ten times. Which was a little, I mean... Isn't that kind of surprising? Is he not? Yeah, it's weird. Which I expected Devonta Smith to get off this game. Yeah, that was that was a. I think that was a given. That was a given, especially with Ertz and Goddard considering our tight ends. We also expected them to get in some catches, Uh, even a little bit, which which they did. But Kenneth Gainwell, I mean, make yourself a name. Why not? It's against the worst, second worst defense in the league. Bet Jalen Rager couldn't do it. He was invisible. (laughs) Jalen Rager also invisible. Uh, One catch and one rush. Yeah. 21 just, total yards. Just awful. Right just here, awful. And, you know, Jalen Hurts, get yourself some money, man. 387 yards, 32 for 48, eight yards on av- per average throws, no interceptions. He did, in fact, take three sacks, and his QBR was awful. But again, we don't like QBRs. His co- total rating was 105, which is pretty decent. That's pretty damn good. He played well. And Devontae Smith. To all to all the people out there in the in the preseason and offseason saying he's too skinny. He's not going to be able to be physical enough. I mean, just absolutely so dead wrong. And the, the man is a silky route runner with incredible hands, and he's playing I, very You don't well. have to worry about getting hit if you're always open. Right, yeah. If you can just juke the, <laughs> every can, corner out of their shoes and just be open, then it's not going to matter. And then get down or get out of bounds. Like You don't have to worry about taking hits. Vontez right. Perfect ain't out there, bud. Right, yeah, exactly. I think that's enough on the negative. <laughs> Sometimes I like to just let the awkward pauses just sit well, and breathe and just see who talks well, first. If, if you want to, if we want to throw in one more negative before we before we end, because <laughs> why not? Because it is the defense. But I, I do want to mention that Chris Jones and Jaron Reed had as many tackles as me 
last weekend. <laughs> is that um, Jaron Reed did have a QB hit? Is that true? He had a QB hit, but was that he didn't bad? Have a tackle. He's he did not have a tackle. A tackle. He did not. You're have supposed a tackle. to tackle. <laughs> it is in the name. He did not have My a tackle. Man. Chris Jones wow. also had one QB hit and no tackles. They didn't have any. Those are our only two defenders to not have. We at combined least one for as tackle. many tackles as you know, Chris Jones can, and Jaron Reed. I can get one All three QB. of us did. Mm-hmm. I can get one QB hit a game, but I'll go to jail. Um, <laughs> but I can still get as many QB hits as Chris Jones or Jaron Reed. Last weekend. In theory. It might have to be on the sideline, but yes. You may have to throw something at him to hit him, but... <laughs> no, I could get on the field. I could get there. I don't know if you're outrunning anybody. That's uh, the lineman. That's the lineman might kill me before. Once they know that I'm V-lining towards the quarterback. Yeah. Also, you'd have to catch the opponent's quarterback to get out of your way. Or before, you which think, unless that's Jalen Hurts is just like running away I, I, from me. I don't, man. Think would J- that be a sign? I mean, I think he's just <laughs> sidestepping you. Jalen Hurts would just get into perfect tackling form and lay you out. That's I think. probably true. I don't know. Don't, to, you know what? He'd to, end up hey, like. I don't care who he's trying to tackle. He's going to end up like Friday Night Lights. We got to get Jalen Hurts on the pod to see how this would end. <laughs> Yo, I'd welcome somebody in a heartbeat. Somebody, call him out so we can talk to all of our great listeners. Um. Is it positives time? I think it's time for positives. There's a ton of positives. The in this offense game. didn't punt and they scored a lot of touchdowns. I'm ignoring the one interception. I think it should be ignored. I think it was a it was obviously an error from Mahomes, but and that doesn't happen often. But I think what we're going to see this year and moving forward, that that's probably going to be the normal from Pat until he yeah. realizes that he needs to stop trying to do the super. He, he, he's trying to force it too much. That was another forced pick, but he didn't have to force it most of this game. But that he was one instance of trying to do pretty too much. young. Let's of just we got to give him he's a little 25. bit of a break there. Like to have to know that he has gone the last few years pretty mistake free. I'd largely. say largely mistake free, especially considering his age. Like. It, it is, yeah. it and the is going to catch up provided. to him at some point. Right. And we know that he's a fairly humble guy and he likes to... With his play style, if, if we're talking about any other quarterback, if we're, we're talking any other quarterback, we're expecting like 12 to 15 interceptions uh, a year. Easily. Yeah. Especially he, when you throw the ball as, as much as he throws yeah. 30 plus times a game. Right. And it's to be completely the expected. Most, the most interceptions he's thrown in a year is 12, and that was oh. the year he had 50 touchdowns, so no one cared. No one cared because... Yikes. It's ridiculous. Uh, no, he played fantastic. I w- like there needs to be a massive shout out for this offensive line and how much better they got. The one sack that he that Pat took, Lucas Nian got absolutely eaten. I've, I watched that yeah. play about seventeen times on got, Twitter today, and 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 Sunday night, it was absolutely disgusting. He, he pulled a an amazing ghost move. It's where you double dip the shoulder and he just ran around the edge, gave him the old ringer, slipped underneath. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Overall, overall an amazing performance from the offensive line. Yeah, they got Clyde to... I mean, another very, 102 yards. Seven yards gets carry. in there at 4.2 yards a carry at 42 yards. I mean, they're allowing... Bro, the rushing game This to phenomenal. be amazing. Yeah. Again, this is the Eagles... But they did dominate. The but Eagles I feel like they've done de- well against the, the other four teams as well, or the other front three teams line. as well. Uh, yeah, the, the, front front line is, the front line, yes. The front line, a yeah. bad, uh, like one, not a bad team, but uh, definitely no, not, not a definitely not the Ravens or the Browns um, or the Chargers. But they have a decent line. I, I, I'd say they even have something on par with the, with the Chargers line. Uh, they I have mean, even Pat Mahomes upside. nearly had 30 yards rushing. He did. He had 26. They were, they definitely, they manhandled the Eagles or D-line. Uh, they did run the ball quite well. Also, Tyreek Hill, massive bounce back game. 11 Very receptions, 
186 yards and three touchdowns. I think that's what we we need to be expecting is he's going to have a couple quiet games, mm-hmm. just like you were talking about last week. Yeah, well, he's going to he have does. a couple it's quiet weird, games, but he does. and then he's going to get off for a couple games in a row. Oh, and then like that's like that's the thing for as many games of for whatever reason he has, you know, three catches for 27 yards and doesn't do much. He also has like four games that's 10 to. Four, 10 to 13 catches for 150 plus yards and two, three scores. And he just yep. goes off. And here's a little positive that probably not too many people are, are looking at, or I would say maybe they don't see it as a positive, but this is a positive moving forward, knowing Josh Gordon is coming. Yeah. D Rob's, um, his availability on the field is going way down, which is what we all wanted. We were glad to have him back because obviously we couldn't get anybody else in for some mm-hmm. odd reason. Right. Because um, Juju chose that offense <laughs> over Mahomes. For some now reason. Now he's paying for it. And yeah. Slam those surface pros down as much as you want. Paying for it with the 5-12 and 12 season that is incoming. And that D-Rob might be generous. Had surface pros that are coming out of his salary. <laughs> D-Rob had zero targets this week. Music to my ears, honestly. He had one or or two targets last week. Byron Pringle is also seeing less of the targets, which is, I, I think a lot of people want to see him more. Yeah. But obviously, Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid see uh, see more than what we're seeing and are showing us exactly what we need to be seeing, that these two are getting less targets, they're getting less time on the field for a reason. And not only that, but there's a lot of guys that are, there's. we only have two guys Two guys that are catching the ball in front of the line of scrimmage. I bet you can guess who those two are. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's Jody Fortson and Noel Gray. And no, it's Nicole Hardman. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess, I guess you, I guess Jody Fortson did. Jody Fortson. So, so there was three. There was but three guy, three on, guys this game who caught a ball on a notable basis. It is Tyree Kill and Travis it, Kelsey. Exactly. Everybody else: McColl, Durrell, Clyde. Every, it's all in about else. five yards in front of the line of scrimmage, well, two behind Jody's the line. Jody's was a jo- yeah. hand. Jo- yeah. yeah, right at the it, line. Yeah, so. uh, that's true. That's yeah, true. So that was also so everybody except for Tyreek and Travis and I guess Byron for the two catches that he got yeah. were behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So we're clearly being shown that even though McColl previous to this game had been targeted four plus times a game. I, I think it was. I think that was average, but he was really getting five to six targets a game. Um, and what we're getting at is Patrick Mahomes is washed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it only I, took four years. I think we're we're seeing exactly what we what we need to be seeing yeah, going into putting seeing. Josh Gordon in, and what Which, we're looking for is not production from Josh Gordon. A couple weeks not ago, crazy we were production. Saying, just just catch a couple balls. We and didn't just get be production open. from Sammy in his first year. He put up yeah, 519 yards yeah. for for a number two receiver. A couple of weeks ago, we were saying that we missed like the screenplays and like where'd they go? And yeah. here they are. I mean, they're, they're providing. They're the only yeah. way that we can get these other receivers involved, and that's fine. But we need somebody who is not yeah. not just a threat past the line of scrimmage, but somebody who's a threat to take away the double teams. That's the mm-hmm. that's the reason why Tyreek yeah. and Travis were able to even even when and Sammy was out there and that wasn't very often, he was able to take got the double team away and allow one of them to be double teamed. And and if you can split the field in three segments and have three different players in those segments that are um a threat to go deep on any given play, that's I mean, that's significantly improves your chances of hitting a deep play than just having two. And because you only got two safeties. Right. You only have on on a normal basis you have two to three deep safeties. And and if you can have three guys on a, on any given play that are 
a, a good chance to go deep that that just significantly improves your chance to go deep and just everybody underneath of that. Right. And the, the tone in which most of the Chiefs organization is talking about Josh Gordon is really, really it's interesting. Like it's I, it is like that's a great way to put it. Travis Kelsey was on the Rich Eisen show um, and he was absolutely glowing about Josh Gordon, a guy who's been out of the league for over a year now, did not play at all last year, technically almost a little over two. It was a, it was a year, year and, and a half. half. Hasn't played a whole season in what? Seven Long years? time. Eight years? Um, No, I, he did basically play that full season the year that he was with the Seahawks. In 19. And then went to uh, the Patriots. He was only out for, I think, two games. Uh, he played. He definitely played the majority so we'll of that, that year. A, a full season, but outside of that, so he, he he's been out of the league of for a guy. year and a half. And they're talking about him as if like if well, Ty- like, Tyron like we, said that he was he was Megatron. Yeah, yeah and, and they're tra- talking like they're tra- talking like we signed Travis, Travis Kelsey is talking. Travis Kelsey again is talking about this guy as if like he 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 was saying things like this guy's running routes like I haven't seen before. Travis Kelsey's saying that. Travis Kelsey's one of the best route-running tight ends in the history of football. And, and Tyreek Hill is his teammate. <laughs> yes, exactly. And this dude's 30. Yeah. He's 30. 30 years old. Yes. Now, we've seen guys be able to play later into their careers. It's where the NFL is going, whether sure. you're on the offense or defensive and, and a wide side. receiver, you'll see some guys play until they're a little bit older and still be effective. But this is kind of what I was talking about last week, where you start to take these hits and these grinding years off of your body. He's been relatively healthy, and the only times that he's been off the field are not for injuries. It's for other reasons, which right. hopefully those reasons continue to stay behind closed doors. Right. Um, but Josh you start Gordon's taking those hits it. off your body. Look at look at when um, Adrian Peterson was out the year. Mm-hmm. He, he had the incident mm-hmm. with his child and went to court and he came back and he looked better than the year previous yeah. when he put up a thousand yards and rushing. I still hold when Drew Brees hurt his thumb and was had to sit um, he's out for what seven games was like six or seven weeks mm-hmm. and then he, he, and he just he looked them. he looked really good and i think that honestly saved his legs because yep. the next year he came back uh and yeah a year older but then had absolutely to play, awful. Played, had to play a whole year and disintegrated by the end of the year it was done i'm which I, we all expected as well <laughs> see if i'm very very excited to watch josh gordon not because i think he's going to just come in and instantly put up Six catches, 80 yards, yeah, and two scores. Again. Definitely not. But because of the tone in which these guys are talking about Josh open. Gordon, it's like, I'm just like, what is like, what is he going to look like? Again, I'm not saying he's going to come in and instantly be a top 10 receiver in the league. I don't think he's ever going to be a top 10 receiver in the league again. But if this guy can come in and just be like, be very difficult, on four or five catches, well. 40, 50 yards and a score every so often, like that will do wonders. Wonders, which is only going to add Kelsey on, and Hill, of course, which is only going to add on to what we saw today. I would love to continue to see our offensive line be able to allow Clyde this running room for 14 carries and 100 yards a game. That's right. ridiculous, and I would love to see us throw the ball more either out in the flats or get him on the wheel routes or the angles, get right. him out in the open, put him outside wide. Let him run the five wide set. Can you? Oh my gosh! Josh Gordon, Tyreek, Travis Kelsey, Clyde, name another. McColl, whoever, Noah Gray, when, Jody Fortune. I don't when, care. Put when, him out there. When McColl is your fifth, you can live with that a lot more. Oh my gosh! It's yes. go, it's going to Absolutely. be ridiculous. Can we get rid of Mike Burton? <laughs> can, we, can we just get him out of here? We don't need a fullback. I yeah. I honestly, I don't know why he's on the roster. 
It's not that he sucks. No, I think he's, he's been he's fi- very good. He's I mean, been he's, totally fine in the in he's the action he's of being had. A, a tight end, an H back, a fullback. He's a special teamers. I think that's really why we brought him in. Probably. We needed somebody to cover that special team position was that all Sherman was on, on which which Mike Burton obviously does. Right. Um, but I think we could also fill that with another role. Something else I want to uh, bring up here. Juan Thornhill played 31 snaps. He ended up with three tackles. Um, I think I saw some good things out of Juan Thornhill. I told you, man. Um, he's flying what's around. The percentage, what's plays? the percentage of plays on that? I've seen um, great things out of Juan. one and 42%. I've seen That's great so, things out of Juan I mean, Thornhill every game up. he's played in his entire career. Stepping up. It's just, and thankfully they, they have played him more and more. It went from, what was it? 11 to 11 snaps, 18, 18 to 31 to 31. It's so they're, up. They're, they are it's ramping the right him direction. up. The other thing to think about is I think they're ramping him up for one reason is for when Willie Gay comes back, they're going to go back to the nickel. Like I was Maybe. talking about last week, we're going to go back well, to the nickel and allow him to play that role move Dan- Daniel Sorensen either into the nickelbacker role or keep him up there as the safety and allow Tyron to come down and play that corner slot like he likes to. He played 95% of the snaps in week one. D- do you think they may have maybe saw something in week one where they were like, all right, let's cut down this guy's snaps and let's ease him back in this season? Like, Is, it's, is that a possibility? It's more than likely a lot of hush-hush. We're obviously not hearing a lot on Twitter. He's been pretty vocal saying that obviously he wants to have more snaps. Uh, You know, it's really a lot of elusive language. I I wonder how much of that. I wonder how much of that wasn't planned and maybe he tweaked something and he still isn't feeling totally right. You look out there over the last couple of games where he only had 11 and 18 snaps. Again, they're ramping him up, but. I wonder how much of that is him not feeling potentially 100 percent. Yeah, I don't it could know. be. You never know. You never know. It, it, that's that's possible. Another guy who played 91 percent of these snaps this week um, and surprised the hell out of me. DeAndre Baker. DeAndre Baker made some plays. He did I make some plays. I didn't think that he had that many snaps. 91 percent of the snaps ended a lot. Up with four tackles. Almost had that interception, which right. I think was. I think it was borderline because the way that they talk about football or catches now, I don't think that f- the, the ground helped to make that catch. But it didn't. But it moved. It did move it, when it hit, it hit the ground. It hit the ground too much. It, I felt like that was a gray well, no, area. No, it can hit the ground. It just can't move. When it yeah. hit the ground, it did move. I felt like that might have been a gray area. What is a catch? I I, th- I think so. Potentially, yeah. I mean, that would so, have been a huge play. I think, I think the Don, rules DeAndre. are much better than they ever have been. DeAndre Baker yeah. become becoming, I think he's going to become like a potent part he, of the He's season. becoming what we want him to what be. What we've expected like, him to be yeah. when, when he came in. If, yeah. if, if we're, I mean, if we're looking at this right, this defense could get much better by the end of the season because we're going to add Willie Gay. Um, hopefully Bolton stays in. Probably not because it'll be Hitchens. Which, because of course, I, I hate. This. Not that Bolton's been. I Although I could see them but split 50-50 or or maybe, forty-eight. But but Hitchens possibly. does get people lined 50. up, so I think he'll get most of the snaps. Yeah. yeah. Um. But so that at the linebacking core, the defensive line, I don't see getting better by the end of the season unless there's some position changes uh, with like Chris Jones. And, I hope so. Um, and maybe Mike Dana and Tershawn Wharton end up playing better, but maybe for Frank the sec- comes back. But he actually but plays some snaps, but for the secondary I'm looking at, we might have Legarius Sneed playing, playing better by the end of the season. Um, Deandre Baker, if he's playing what he used to play like. Um, and then if we get Juan Thornhill in the mix and Tyron Matthew, I mean, that could be a, a deadly secondary. 
again, I think Spags is just, and this was part of the defense playing bad. Our base defense has never been our normal defense where we run no. the 4-3. It's always been the nickel. Nickel's been I the primary. That's mainly what we're trying to get back to, and we can't do that right now because our linebackers are not – our two linebackers that are out there outside of Ben Neiman are not fast enough. And Ben Neiman clearly isn't good Neiman's enough, but so he's out bad. there to hopefully cover – what major errors there would be is if we were playing with a regular nickel defense. Are we are we waiting to release this against Buffalo? The nickel. It depends on if Willie Gay comes back. If I think I I seriously think that our defensive play style literally hinges only on Willie Gay. If Willie Gay can come back 100 percent healthy and ready this week, which seems I, absurd, but it's not. I, yeah, I don't I don't think that even when he comes back him, that he gets even 50 percent of the snaps. I was worried that they wouldn't play him once he got. They, off we IR. still haven't activated him yet. What's yeah. going on? I was, I was very worried about that. Everybody keeps talking about him being 100% and he's practicing, but he has yet to be activated. I, he'll play in the next couple games, I would bet. I really hope he comes back this week. That would be, that would be, be great. To debut Josh Gordon and Willie Gay. It'd be awesome. Oh, man. Who would they announce? Offensive defense. I don't, I don't know who they Who's up? Last who, yeah, so who they announced last home game? Uh, sure. Well, I'm sure they started off with the offense. So it's probably for, offense again. Well, for the Browns, I'm sure they did the offense. And then for... And then they did. They probably did defense then for yep. uh, whoever they played so at home. The Chargers. So it's pro- Josh Gordon probably. probably offense. Well, well, they, if, if Josh Gordon even gets announced, I bet they will. Jeff, I bet what, they will if they plan on playing activation? him. I, I no 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 no. We're talking about what they'll actually announce in the stadium for like the, when they announce the starters in front of the crowd. Bring them out. Bring I them bet out. they would announce Josh Gordon just because he is a fairly yeah. big name signing. Now does that mean to he's push actually the jersey gonna, sales? Of course, right? Does that mean he's actually going <laughs> to quote unquote play starter snaps? Probably not. But he I do probably think won't play him. starter snaps. But I bet he is a starter. I bet they would announce him. Um, totally different conversation right there. <laughs> do they cut McCole Hardman from that announcement? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Sad. Let's Maybe. let's land this this week's review yeah. on a really high note here. Jody Fortson. Hey, look at him. Came in undrafted out of Valdosta Valdosta State. State. Valdosta in, State. In Georgia. It's Valdosta. It might be Valdosta, actually, but it's in Georgia. Tiny little D2 school. Very good D2 school, though. He was yes. cut twice from the Chiefs roster. Yep. Picked up on the practice squad both times. He had to switch positions from wide receiver to tight end. I think he was a tight end coming out of college. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he was Not a sure. tight end coming out of Valdosta State. Came in as a receiver. They moved him to tight end this last year, and then Mahomes was the one. Uh, apparently, they're really good friends. I haven't seen them hang oh. out too much. I yeah. usually see him with Garrett Dieter more often. Um, but Mahomes was the one to break the news to him, and in two games, he's had two touchdowns. Back-to-back games with a touchdown. There you go. Jody Such a feel-good story, especially since I think all the guys on the pod here have been rooting for I love most of the a lot, So much of the KC media have been rooting I, I, for Jody well, Fortson yeah, in the last couple of years. Everybody in general has been rooting, rooting for Jody Fortson. I think part of that the was the raw talent that we had seen oh, yeah. from him, and he just had to find... He's had to find his own footing. He yep. was much like Tano Passigno for me, except this guy was on the offense, and he was way more excited. What makes me wonder about Jody, knowing that he's only 26 years old, where does this leave Noah Gray? And, th- and this is a good note. This is a good, great right. note for Jody. I don't want to take anything away from him. Right. No, all props everybody, to Jody. Everybody has been saying amazing things about Noah, and obviously we're still going to have Travis. So we've we've potentially got one of the nastiest tight end rooms in the league. What I right. think, obviously it, it's not showing up on the field because, you know, Jody and, and Noah aren't getting 
Can't throw it to everyone. A whole lot of snaps. You can't <laughs> throw it to everyone. And again, Noah almost had that amazing diving corner mm-hmm. catch in the end Gosh, zone. I wish you got to catch those. Gotta Into catch. the future, it makes me really, it makes me expect really high things. It makes me very excited for what this tight end room can bring in the future because yeah. we got two guys, Jody and Noah, who can be basically receivers. They're they're Travis Kelsey out there. I mean, there we might get to a point where it's normal on a on a drive to drive basis that we see a three tight end set for the upcoming oh, years yeah. for sure, and later this season potentially. Andy Reid loved yeah. used to love to run two and three tight end sets. He just did it a lot less, especially in the post Demetrius Harris era. Cause I mean, his second tight end a lot was Dion Yelder or Blake. And how we might, we might see a little four tight end set here, here and there, but we'll you never know. Put never the belldozer in at quarterback. Hey, every some- quarterback sneak should be the belldozer. It really should be. <laughs> but that is an interesting question. And Noah Gray definitely has been a little underwhelming, but also that's partly because Jody Fortson has, has, has played, has played quite well. Yes. Oh, and more snaps. I mean, Noah hasn't been able to get on, right. on the field. And I guess, that's what we should have been expecting. I think they talked him up a little bit too much in camp. But as we go forward, you know, Travis has got what three if years left on his contract. How much longer beard. can he play after that? And you that, put all three of them out there, it's right. just going to be ridiculous. If that man didn't have a beard and a build and a jawline, just like Travis Kelsey, we would not <laughs> be talking about him like this. I don't know. He's got. He does have like. I don't watch him on his routes when he does actually get out he there. Look good in his camp, routes. But you got to do it in the game. Uh, I'm sure, but his routes when he's out on the fielders, he's still able to get open. His movement is a mini he, or he, young Travis Kelsey. The, I don't I don't know if his ceiling is as high. The potential touchdown play nice. last week was very nice. He made he, he made I don't know if you saw that um after the fact when they did a replay, but uh he kind of cut inside and then made he improvised and made space on the sideline for Patrick Mahomes. Oh, of course. It it was really nice. So I definitely see what you're see, saying there. Anything else about the uh, about Chiefs Eagles before we move on to the rest of the week? I expect to see a, more great things from this offense. Like we've been saying, yes. those, those last couple games were really fluky. I think we can manage or average a turnover a game and still come out on top against most of these teams just because our offense is so unstoppable. Hopefully so. Hopefully that is the case. Let's move on. Uh, the weird first takeaway that I'm going to spew is that the Jets won. They did the win. The Jets won, baby. And that's Zach all Wilson? we need to say that. <laughs> that's all we need to say. The Titans defense Boy. is looking awful. Really bad. Uh, but again, they and were without AJ and they were without Julio. So I we even really have to nothing, see how that Nothing goes. justifies giving up 27 points to the Jets, though. So in fantasy, I even picked up the Titans defense this week. Which Just is a smart move. Dumb, dumb decision. It, it was... It was not a dumb decision. Really smart move in theory. Zach Wilson threw four picks last week. Yeah. And that was just Again. way too... I, I, I had no idea they were going to lose. I mean, the defense still put up two points, which is like, okay, for a defense in fantasy, but... Not really, though. Caleb, let's just start this next one off with your take. <sighs> because you had a great take, and then you wanted to go ahead and bombard me in the group chat. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't I? Uh, you I mean, were, it, you, you, you were completely bo- You right. were bombarding me on this freaking pod for it. I told you that he... Okay, so anybody who doesn't know, we're talking he, about Cordero he Patterson. The, he, hit me, he hit me back with the, the worst excuse we'll, we'll I've get there. We'll get there. We, we're, we're talking about Cordero Patterson as a running back slash wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons uh, in, in the loss that they had to the Washington football team where Cordero had four they touchdowns. Won. No, three, they lost. Three. Oh, 34 to 30. He had three touchdowns. Massive, massive game from Cordero. And I think Caleb's right. I think that this was a fantastic pickup for the Falcons. 
he was saying that it would would have been a great pickup for the Chiefs. And as we're seeing, I, I just don't think we would have used him the same way that the Falcons are using him. With the I talent think, that we have, I don't think that he would have been on the field as much. I no, think he would have been a better option than Demarcus Robinson. And I probably even a better op- uh, option than... Uh, McCall Hardman. I don't disagree, but he's and still I, catching most of his passes out of the backfield. He's catching them out of the backfield, but also my main reason for bringing him in was special teams. And what have we seen out of the return game? Absolutely nothing. I mean, it hasn't been. It's been pretty league average, at least, and that's what league you're looking average, for. But Cordero Patterson's the best returner in the league. <laughs> I won't disagree with that. I think, but also, if you're going to give and that then, amount of money for somebody who's not Devin Hester... Well, no, no. I don't know if I want Devin Hester would not score three touchdowns in a game as a wide receiver or a running back. <laughs> That's true. Never. That's Again, true. I, I so, just don't. I want to go back to the point where if we're str- like your point was bring him in for special teams. And that's where I disagreed with and you. And then play because him as a third, I, third, I don't third think, wide receiver. I don't think our Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid would have played Cordero Patterson at those positions to get the usage out of him. I just don't so think that they would have. I think it's still crazy to say that he would not have produced numbers at Patterson has Chiefs never offense. been a consistent wide receiver. That's very true. He wouldn't be week in and week out, but McCole Hardman, what has he done this year? It's, I mean, it's all fair, honestly. It's, we don't it, even get week in with him. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. But I, I think that's important to, to note. I think he, he could have been a good pickup for the Chiefs, but I still don't think we would have used him in the same light that the Falcons are using him because they don't really have that much depth when it comes to receivers, and Calvin Ridley's clearly not doing anything. And honestly, Mike Davis is, is doing really well out of the backfield. I don't think we get three touchdowns or anything out of quarter up Patterson in a game, but we don't need to. We just needed him for two to three receptions a game for 30 to 40 yards and a couple first downs. That's all we wanted. McColl's almost there. Uh, he's almost there. He's been almost there since he started. But um, should we also talk about the Bills? I mean, they did they did put up a forty burger and they did allow zero points to David nasty. Davis Mills. They're coming up. They're our next opponent. But should we really be hyping up the Bills as much as we are? Their last Absolutely. three opponent. Their last three opponents have, are bad. Like, they're awful. They're three of the worst teams in the league. They had the Dolphins with Jacoby Brissett. It was the football team, which is not a bad. They're team. not. They're not awful. They're. They're not. They shouldn't be regarded as one of the worst teams in the league. But they Houston lost to the. Be. They lost to the awful Steelers, and then they get three massive wins on the backs of three horrible to decent teams. See, I think the thing that we should not lose in this conversation, though, is yes, Buffalo. Their last three games have been favorable, but at the same time, this is still the NFL. And, and they be- also beat the hell out of them. That's what I'm saying. It's like beating a team 35 nothing, and then winning a game by 22 and then winning 40 to zero, even in the like even against the worst teams in the NFL, is still ridiculous. I mean, the Chiefs and the and the Seahawks are gonna go ahead and give up scores to those teams yes. for sure. I mean, but honestly, any league average defense <laughs> the against the Dolphins with a backup teams. quarterback oh, should win. Brissett. Should win. Not not only should win, should win handedly. Especially against the Texans. Davis Mills threw four picks in Jacksonville awful. against the Dolphins and a t- against you put Jacksonville against the, these Texans the Davis with Mills Davis Texans. Mills. Yeah. They're, they won. They win two games. They have two wins on their records, and they're not zero and four. They might still lose the Dolphins. Actually, I would take the Dolphins with Jacoby Brissett over the Jags right now. But neither here nor there. At the end of the day, I still think yes. I think the Bills are still very dangerous. They're going to score at will against the Chiefs. Oh, of quite course. frankly, and that is 
That's a game. But you I'm not lose. as scared of their defense as everybody wants me to think they are. Oh no no no! I, I'm not. This game, the the well, Chiefs Bills game, which we'll preview in a couple days. That game is going to be. I don't think I'm really scared 30s, of anybody's defense. Really, I think I think we're gonna handle anybody's defense pretty well. I, I'm more concerned about their offense because their offense is scoring at. Oh, well. of course, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll, and, and the Washington I was mainly team, talking about their defense. The Washington football team might not be that great of a, a team, but the defense is definitely way better than their. Oh, offense. of course, is the only of reason course. why their defense has given up any, over 1,600 yards. Though. They have, but they've also played some pretty tough teams. They have. Yeah. They, I'd give you that. And the Giants. <laughs> or not. Um, the uh, Browns. Do we want to talk about Baker and the Browns? Well, Baker wasn't very good. He wasn't very good, but I think there's something we need to highlight with Baker that I've been highlighting every year <laughs> since he's been there with Odell. You want to know what Odell's Baker's back. pass completion is without, o- without Odell Beckham Jr. in? Well, let's also point out that no Jarvis. Jarvis Landry's out. Jarvis is out. Jarvis is out. So that's a big that's a big miss. Now he does have Austin Hooper. He does you know he he does have some other weapons. But what do you guys know? What his uh, passer rating without Odell in over the last few years on averages? Okay, ninety five. It's eighty one percent. When OBJ oh, is not in his completion percentage I, I is. You said QB rating. No, that's why I said ninety five. That'd yeah, be absurd. That, yeah, no, that'd be absurd. <laughs> um, no, his his completion percentage is 81% when Odell Beckham is not on the field. You know what it is when it is on the field? When he when OBJ is on the field? Gonna go significantly lower. It's 67. It's roughly 67 to 69%. Which is actually still not that bad. <laughs> Which is it's not that bad. But that's a nearly a 20% drop-off. That's the difference between above average and star. That's, yes. So I we gotta get away from the conversation about Baker being a bad quarterback. <laughs> Oh, he's not when bad. We're, we're, you still have to be able to manage that situation. You, you so do. Definitely they did win. Okay. You do. But when it comes to, as I've been alluding to. It's a knock to, on both of them. Uh, I th- it's definitely a knock on Baker when you say you've got this guy in here. And I'm not going to put him in the top. I'm not going to put OBJ in the top 25. A lot of people are. But when he's your receiver out there and he's crying for the ball and you have to force, force, force it there. And it's not working, and he continues to cry for the ball. And there's other people open. And Baker's first thought is, I, any quarterback with OBJ's first thought has to be, I got to get the ball to OBJ. That's any quarterback. And if you're trying to force it there versus looking for the open man and go through your progressions because mm-hmm. you're trying to make sure that you're pleasing your number, quote unquote, number one wide receiver. When Jarvis is out, he is, yeah. Of, of course. Right. So it's not going to work. And even when even when Jarvis is in, again, and OBJ is in, again, Baker's completion percentage drops down into the 60s. Yeah. Not, not anyone. He was leading the league in completion oh, percentage wow. until OBJ came in. Right. At so breaking 81%. news, this isn't going to be breaking news for anybody else. Cowboys just released Jalen Smith. Whoa. For wow. why? Whoa. Breaking news for us, not, right, yeah, not bre- for anybody else. No, we I learned this in real time on the show. Interesting. Uh, Whoa. Why? Um, Didn't uh-huh. they just pay him? Are we clicking the link? Hey, Chiefs, 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 please, please, please. For the love of God, pick him up. <laughs> um, Make the cap work. I don't know. Take my money. It's not much, but there's still a chance Smith could be traded, but it's unlikely that's that will happen. Yeah, as soon as you release a statement that a, says I want to, I want to release a player. So. so tomorrow, we're recording on Tuesday. So it, for anybody that do, yeah. doesn't know, he's going to be released. So it will be released. He will be released the day you're listening to this. Yep, it'll be a holy cow. So <laughs> nobody's going to trade. I guess there's there somebody. Any reasoning? But you could give a seven Can or we six. Give like a seventh or sixth. Then like it's going to be. It's going to be better for, for them. The Cowboys. Didn't they just pay him? 
We could even trade him somebody I, that would just even out the cap a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna wild. I'm gonna look this up. You guys yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, please. Wild. That's crazy. Um yeah, Chiefs, unless unless it comes out that he like killed somebody, uh pick him up. At least give Even him a call. Even if he did kill somebody, <laughs> Jerry mean, Jones is usually going to keep those guys do on your own the roster. Private investigation. <laughs> he had a five-year contract, sixty-three point million. Um, that was given to him in 2019, so he still had three years, including this year, on his contract. Wow. He was uh, guaranteed thirty-five point basic. There was thirty-five and a half million in guarantees. Nineteen million of it came in gar- uh, guaranteed at his initial signing. So there's not wow. a whole lot left in guarantees with three years. We could easily make that cap space work and he cannot sign with another team. So if he is released, he cannot to make sure that he gets the rest of that guaranteed money. He cannot sign for a team for more than what he was he was given with the Cowboys. So he'll still get that guaranteed money as long as he signs for even one dollar less. He um, only had one tackle this week against the um he undoubtedly uh, he Panthers. hasn't played up to this contract. Panthers, Panthers, yes, the Panthers. Un- undoubtedly, he has not played up to the he contract. Play, he he led their team in tackles against the Eagles. However. But he's better than Ben Neiman. Way better. Oh my God. Better than Ben Neiman. Please debate it, somebody. <laughs> Chiefs, <laughs> pick him up. No, but that's that's pretty huge. That's a that's a that's a development. He also led their team in tackles against the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, and it's not, it's he hasn't played up to his contract, like I said, but it's not like he's been, he's been fine though. It's, it's not like he's been, he's not been Ben Neiman. Yeah. He hasn't been Nick Bolton. So he hasn't been Anthony Hitchens. Very high ceiling guy. Oh, Chiefs, hopefully this inspires you to cut Frank Clark. Or hopefully this is completely, well, yeah, uh, we, and we can't. It's no. too much cap. No. no. It's too much cap space for this year. Next year, trade uh, Frank Clark to the Cowboys. Hey, hey they <laughs> Frank Clark him. and a sixth. They might be crazy. Give him a six. Frank yeah. Clark and a, and a six. We they will pay enough. you to take this man. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the best team in the NFC? Is it the Cardinals? They looked really good. Yeah, that's a team. That's the Cardinals. We did not talk about enough, I think. I did. We, I, yeah, I, Murray, sleeper MVP candidate you, you, for me. You did. And, and they gave him weapons, and they gave him a great offensive Bro, line. Do you, know who they're, looking so do you know good. who their leading wide receiver, or their leading reception leader is? It's probably, is it AJ? No. Rondell Moore? No. Max Williams? No. Is it in D-Hop? Chase Edmonds is, really? their, is their leading receiver. Yep. Is sounds, leading in receptions. Right. Right. Bro, I love their backfield because Kyler's number one and Chase Edmonds number two. I love it. And even <laughs> with James so nice. Conner in there, James Conner has found his fit yeah. as a backup. James Conner's wearing number six. It looks so cool. I love the numbers. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> ugly. I do like it, actually. Ugly. Ugly. I like I, it. Man, I like, the, but I think I one of the, the re- <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons why I think they weren't talked about enough going into this season is their defense was a major question. Look well, at it the last and, couple of years. And look at their division; they are right. in the same division with right. the Rams, who look like Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> and then, and, and then the other two teams are just the Seahawks and Niners, who will probably finish with winning records. Absolutely yeah. mollywopped the Rams. Gave him a good smacking. 37 to 20. Took him out to the him. shit. It's a three-score win on the road. Gave him the belt. The booty bopped him. I mean, that that's that's disgusting. Let's take a look at Kyler's numbers this game. Tw- two times in the same podcast. <laughs> booty <laughs> bopped him. That's disgusting. three. I don't want that. And mine counts as four. <laughs> we should stop. Um, yeah, Kyler Murray, 24 for, for 32. Um <laughs> 
at 268, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He did take three sacks with a QBR of 80 or a rating of 120. He was 30, 120.3. He was 30.5 off of a perfect QB uh, quarterback rating. Man, I did a good job drafting my... Uh my quarterback. Yeah. My man over here has got Brady and Kyler Murray. <laughs> His good in Lord. my dynasty league. <laughs> and AJ Green did like who could have thought that AJ Green at 32, I believe he is. Something like that. I started is him going in fantasy off, this especially week. with the injuries that he's just come off of, some massive and, injuries. And JJ Watt on the defense is, is playing very well JJ's as well. JJ's playing amazing. I started AJ in fantasy this week. It's a good play. JJ Watt again, he he did only have one tackle this week, uh, but he did have two QB hits. He has been getting pressure where he's looking not like the JJ Watt of his right. younger years, which he's, he's not going to 20 sacks and like six fumble recoveries um, and two interceptions right, a year. and like 30. But like, for loss. he's doing he's a, exactly what they brought him in to do. Stats here. When did they get time to give Colt McCoy two uh, carries for negative two yards? So they, they maybe they put him in on the kneel down. It was, it was the kneel downs. They did pull Kyler did, at the end. I was like, when did they get time to give Colt McCoy two rushes? Like, all right. And it's not like it's not now. like Matt Stafford played awful. He's 26 for 41, no. 280, two could, touchdowns. Could he did throw on interceptions. Offense. I mean, it is just indicative of how poorly I think the offensive line played. He was getting he's getting eight. I did have Van Jefferson on the bench, but he's on my taxi squad. So. You want to know which game and he just absolutely unjustifiably pissed off? Buccaneers beating the Patriots. For the first time in my whole life, I said the two words that shall not be uttered, and that is "go Patriots." Why? Because uh, I hate the Buccaneers so much. Uh, and Tom Brady. No, is it you hate the Buccaneers, them. or it's because you hate Tom Brady? I hate Tom Brady. I have no problem with the Buccaneers. Because you got no problem with Tom. You do have to recognize his greatness. Oh, if, for sure. If Jameis Winston was still the team, uh, he doesn't the quarterback of that team, I would be rooting for them. Yeah, and, same. And to be, f- <laughs> oh, of course. I, well, but I was I mean, rooting for the Bucks to win this Bowl. game. If, if Jameis Winston would be just in the Super Bowl, I'd be Say it again, Tyler. I was rooting for the Bucks to win this game. I was not. I wanted them to. Nope. I think no matter how nope. Can't horrid, I, no matter no how horrid Tom has made our lives for the last 20 some odd years, Nobody's worse than Bill Belichick. I don't or want, Robert Kraft. I don't want to, no. Robert Kraft is is gross. I'm definitely not rooting for Robert Kraft to do anything. And Belichick else. is nothing. Clearly nothing without Tom Brady. He also has Mac Jones and no receivers. I don't care. This game would have been that's his own fault. It is. <laughs> he did the same thing with Tom Brady, and Tom Brady was winning rings. Yeah, it's true. Because now the highlight was hilarious that I, I believe it was Bleacher Report put out where they went through the highlight for every year for Tom Brady and every highlight ended with either his kicker or his defense winning him the game. And granted, the defense and special teams comes from Bill Belichick. At the same time, it's it is still Brady winning those games and you can't rec- you can't not recognize his greatness. But yeah. I think. No, he's great. I, I hate Bill Belichick more. No, I, I a thousand I, times more. It's equal, but I I I'm much more hate, have much more hatred towards. I, I say, I logically speaking, I, it should be more directed toward Bill Belichick. From what I've seen, Tom Brady do to my foot, my favorite football team on the football field, so many times, I I can't, I just can't, I can't, I can't want that and man to win. It's also games. just so annoying that he's like a like an above average talent that just keeps winning. I don't ever want Tom Brady to win another football game as long as I live. <laughs> 
It's so frustrating because he his arm is not able to make all the throws anymore, and he's just I he's, wish he's he basically was, an above average quarterback right now. I just wish he was like Aaron Rodgers. He's just talented. so much better. Like if he was Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or Pat Mahomes level talented, it'd be better because at least it'd be fun to watch. But he's a cyborg. He's just a robot that throws footballs. It's and annoying. It's so. It's the least. His arm hasn't dropped off and at all. It's so, and that's so frustrating. And props to him for keeping this good care of his body this long, especially playing this sport. But it's just, it's the most frustrating, infuriating, mind-numbing kind of goodness. If you want to talk about a guy coming off of an ACL tear, we talked about it with Adrian Peterson, and that's been overstated. Look at how Tom Brady, nobody's talked about him returning off of that ACL tear. That was absolutely disgusting from Bernard Pollard. Partly because he doesn't use his legs to run. He, he has good pocket presence, but it's it's not like he sure, was ever But, but the ad, power that you athlete. throw the football with oh, sure. comes it, from your legs. It definitely generates from your legs. Um, and that was still but, during the time of like, it might... I mean, it's, it, it can was before like... Can affect your career. It was before like 2010 where it's like, that is... <laughs> either career ending or you're coming back and not being the same. That right. was very much in that time. And Tom Brady's one of the first to do it, just come back and be the same. Yeah. Do you know what record that team had that year still? No. 11 and 5. They missed the playoffs somehow at 11 oh, and yeah. 5. I do remember that. And then we... Uh, Matt Castle went like, 11 man, and 5. Man, that guy is the guy. Man, Matt Castle, he's pretty good. <laughs> and then he wasn't. Shockingly. Give them the house for that guy. He's More reasons guy. to hate Tom Brady. He got hurt and he gave us Matt Castle. <laughs> yep. Uh, what else stands out to you guys? Um, how bad the Steelers are. And, and how, how great the Packers <laughs> have come back from that week one loss. Packers looked really good. Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger's just done. It's over. It's I been told you over. at the beginning of the season. It's been over. Man, oh, bad. and we all knew it. I'm so happy that they're one and three because they started off one and zero, and I was like, man, and they, they, we cannot have just, them have another like, eleven and zero run. Accidentally, like fall into like a decent record this year, and we're just gonna be like, why? No, five, and, five and twelve it's confirmed over. for Pittsburgh. It's if over. not worse, quite honestly, they're gonna not be very good. I did say so before bad. the season started, they were gonna be number four in that division, and you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna be right because the Bengals are way better than they are, and then clearly the way Ra- better. Clearly the Ravens. And Browns, they're playoff Way games. They're, they're going to be playoff teams. Now, the the I think there's going to be a race for third. I, I it's going to be much closer than I thought it was. I thought the Bengals were going to be. I, I obviously they were going to be better than last year because Joe Burrow is uh, if he stays healthy, of course, right. Um, but I thought they were going to be way better if he plays the whole season. Right now, the Ravens are not looking as bad as I thought they were going to look. No, the Ravens are good. The Ravens are good. They did not really take a step back. And they beat a good defense. And we knew the Broncos were not. We knew we, we knew the three and O was fraudulent. Three and O for the three. It was the eleven and O. It was the eleven and O Steelers. Right. You know that started off, but they again. did not really compete with the Ravens. No, mm. it, it didn't. And mm. honestly, that no, defense doesn't look as good as it was advertised. No, no, but that's what happens you when think? you play terrible teams and then play a good hey, one. We're talking about the the Broncos and the Steelers. Who do you think is a better team there? Because they play next week. Broncos. I'm taking the you Broncos think? to win that game. You it's think? in Mile High, isn't it? I, I believe it is. Spoiler alert for our picks. Next, next show. We'll, we'll get there, but I, 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 think, I think right now. Right, right here, right now, today, I'm taking Denver. I would take Denver to win that game. I think I'd put actually, money on it. It's in Pittsburgh. I'd it, still I take care. money on it. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Giants? Long, well, hang on. Is Teddy is Teddy playing? If that's, Drew Locke is in, then the Steelers are a better team. But you put Teddy in, and the Broncos already become a better team. 
I would agree. Those are two really bad teams. They are. <laughs> Not fun to watch. With uh, opposite records. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> somehow. Uh, the Giants won. They beat the Saints in overtime. Both New York teams got a win in overtime. Are, are we done with Jameis? For the first time ever. Can we be done with Jameis? <sighs> he's not very good. I mean, this is this is the best game. He's not game. even throwing interceptions. I think this is the best good. game that he's put together. Uh, it was 17 for 23 for 226 yards. It obviously wasn't the five touchdowns that he had in week one. He, he did only have one touchdown. He's hurting Alvin Kamara. They're only like Alvin. They didn't throw him the ball. This they season. didn't throw him. I don't know if they threw it to him once. He did they not. Didn't. He didn't have a reception. No receptions from Alvin Kamara. No targets. Uh, what is How going on? How does that on? happen? I actually just traded for Kamara. He had 26 carries for 120 <laughs> yards with no touchdowns. That doesn't I have mean him nothing. In, I had him <laughs> in my other league, and that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I I thought that that would be a bad trade at least for this year until they get themselves a better quarterback in. Are, are we off? Are we off? Jameis wins. Lasik Jameis. Are we off no. of Lasik Jameis? Why? Yes. He's a good quarterback. He's got it in him. He's, dude, he's thrown. He for put two, up two hundred and twenty-six yards. That's the most that's yards he's put up twenty-three times. They ran it twenty-six. times. I think times. that's the most. The dude, most times the, he's thrown it this in, year. In, in the modern NFL, you have to be able to hit two hundred yards a game. I want to see what, at minimum. I want to see his attempts every game. So I'm going to look that up really fast. It's not been a lot. Okay, game They're one. Not using him enough. They're not throwing the ball enough. Uh, he had 20 in the first game for 148 yards. He did have five touchdowns in that game. The scheme's got to change. Uh, game two, he had 22 attempts, but only 111 yards. Game three, he had 21 attempts for 128 yards. And then, and then in this the game, Giants game, 23, 23, 23, 23 for 226. 226. The scheme's got to change. I, I guess I think I, it's scheme. I guess you could say that, but let's look back at when Drew Brees was there. Drew Brees was still not throwing 30 times. He was throwing maybe 30 times He was times throwing a game. 30 to 40. Yeah. Which is where it should be. So then that's just them not trusting Jameis? I guess. I don't know why. He hasn't, he hasn't hurt them at this point. Yeah, I, I he hasn't hurt them, but I guess like I don't they're know why showing they're us what him. we see in practice is is like this is the max. This is his cap. I don't, I don't think that you can get any better. I don't understand why they're not trusting him. <laughs> uh, well, partly it's because they think they can run the ball well. And in fairness, Taysom Hill did run the ball well. I uh, had a couple nice touchdown runs, especially that second one. Yeah, beast mode run. <laughs> but I, I mean, James Winston, he. <sighs> It's it's weird because he's been a lot more responsible with the ball. He's not throwing the interceptions, but, but he's, he's also, also not given that free leash that he that, had. That's Bruce the thing. He, he's also not pushing the ball down the field. He's I feel not like making we're very many the plays. Of what we saw with Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians is like here. Everybody's going deep. Well, but everybody throw knew it to somebody. that. Sean and Payton Sean is Payton's not like hey. Sean Payton is not a passing. He, he's been rely on your running backs. Check it down. Drew Brees is. Throwing for 5,000 yards every yeah, season. Drew Brees has the most 5,000 yards passing seasons in the history. He does. That's true. But again, what's his downfield? It's more of the I mean, five yeah. yard, I mean, seven yard slants from. Time. He's what's throwing that? downfield more than any other quarterback. I mean, he, threw, he, he, he has a spare share down the field, but he still utilizes the under the. Un, uh, by the line of scrimmage um, throws, which is basically all they're doing with Jameis Winston right now. Yeah, it's no, true. No, no, no. The, the, they're throwing short range. They're not throwing behind the line of scrimmage, really. 
It's, yeah. it's, and I think Which, one thing that will help is whenever Mike Thomas comes back. I don't think Mike Thomas They definitely is, need to be throwing to Kamara. I don't know why they're not doing that. Yeah, that's it's, really strange. It's a bad game plan. And maybe they were... I, I didn't... That's not one of the games that we were able to watch here in Kansas City. Unless you got um, red zone. Unless Which you got red zone. Which you can see the clips, at least. Um, but yeah, I, I think the scheme does need to change, but I, I just don't believe that LASIK Jameis is, is that guy for them. No, and guy. you can't be giving up... Also, the defense, you, you can't be giving up 402 yards passing. Even though the game went to overtime, you still can't be giving up 402 yards not passing to Danny, Danny Downs. Downs. <laughs> That's not, Danny not Downs. great. Um, Should we land the plane yeah, yeah, on, what, on the Monday night game? Any, yeah, any other last thoughts? What's your thoughts on the big AFC West showdown? Chargers, they take down the Raiders 28-14. to 14. I Raiders, was tired, so I fell asleep at 9. Raiders are <laughs> who we thought they were. Austin Eckler got yep. me a win over uh, Josh Briscoe in a fantasy league we're in together. Austin Eckler played well. Yeah, um, the Raiders are exactly who we thought they were. They played it. They won a isn't f- the best quarterback in the NFL, guys. They won a fluky game <laughs> against the Ravens that they should not have won. Well, both both teams both teams should not have won that game. It should have ended in a draw. Several times. It should have ended in a draw. Should have. It's awful. It was horrible. <laughs> Henry Ruggs looks better than he did last year, which yeah. is very good for them. Darren yeah. Waller's taking a step back since the beginning of the year. I think that's because teams are scheming towards him because they have no other well, options. Henry Ruggs and Darren Waller. They have yeah, no so other Hunter, options. Hunter Renfro. It's, it's Josh like Jacobs Hunter is Renfro doing and... absolutely nothing. Uh, uh, their, their offensive line does not look good. I'll give him that. And Josh Jacobs, fairness, he this is his first game back. He was placed in IR, I believe. I think you're so, right there, but it, not a good game. When, outside when of, Jared Cook, outside of Ruggs, Waller, and Renfro, it's Willie Sneed. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's not good there. Zay Jones, but yeah. they are who, who we thought they were. They're yep. they're right now three and one. They played three decent teams and got one lucky win against a very fluky overtime win against the Raven. It just. These guys aren't good. And Jacoby Brissett and the Dolphins took them to overtime in Las yeah, Vegas. It's not good. No. They're, they're going to be probably... I, eight, I think, nine, nine, and eight. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. They're eight, nine, nine, and eight. But I did say there. this Maybe at the beginning of the year, seven at best. and I got absolutely mauled by it for it. From you guys, from everybody on Twitter, for, from, from my friends, from everyone. This Chargers team is a threat. They're good. They're really good. They're much better I was than anyone that, had expected. That we need to start worrying about. No, Two weeks ago, I was saying we need I to I said start it before the about. season started, is that this is a team that we need to worry about they're really legitimately. Good. No, they're really good. We are going to be in a battle with them yes. for first place. And, and I don't know if we can really afford too many more losses. And we're going to have to hope that they take quite a few more losses. Yeah. Because it's going to be with this defense that we have, it's not looking very good. And Justin Herbert is looking tremendous. He only had 222 yards, but, but man, he, he really was, didn't have to do a whole lot, especially was, when you got Eckler back there. Yeah. I mean, but he was putting balls like on the money. I mean, he was throwing some of those Patrick Mahomes-esque. He was he was insane. I mean, he was picking his spots and putting the ball exactly where it needed to be over and over and over his, and over again. He went 6 for 6 to start the game. He's he's he is immense. And he's a guy coming out of college. I knew had the talent, like the pure physical ability. You saw, I mean, the dude had a cannon front arm. He could put it into tight windows and he could absolutely. And he's mobile. And he's mobile. And he could absolutely just throw bullets downfield. But when you see some of his highlights, you do wonder about some of the decision making. Mm-hmm. That has not even been kind of an issue in the NFL no, yet. Not even close. Not even like, kind w- of. Watching his, watching his tape from 
from college, I was like, man, I don't know if this guy's going to make it because of some of those decisions. We haven't seen any of that in the NFL. Right. Like in college, sometimes your physical ability, especially when you're playing on a good team like Oregon, which is going to be more talented than a lot of teams Oregon's going to play. You can you can make some mental mistakes and still get away with it because which you did exactly you, because you're just better. The NFL that's not going to fly ninety plus percent of the time. You're not going to mm-hmm. be able to make those mistakes and get away with it. But that hasn't even that's not been an issue at I all. He, he his decision make, that. Yeah, <laughs> his, 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 it's not that he's dumb. I mean, he, like they were saying on the broadcast, he has like a four like he, he had a four point oh four point oh majored in biology and like I mean he's very smart. But as far as his football decision making, he's been also equally as brilliant on the field in the NFL so far. He's been he's been super. He's got a good. very high ceiling. Chargers are going to be a, a force in that division, but I think that is going to just about do it for this episode of the TLC FP. I am Landon Fields. Once again, you can follow me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Derlin. You can follow me on Twitter at CDerlin53. I'm Tyler Savaitanaya. You can find me at underscore Suavage underscore. Once again, you can find the show at TLC FP on Twitter. We're going to have some stuff up there. Hopefully some stuff around uh, some few other places like YouTube, maybe a couple other spots as well. Moving forward in the season and throughout the rest of the time doing the show. It's been fun. Chiefs got a win. They got a big game against the Buffalo Bills. Let's do it up. again. Sunday night. It's going to be a big one. Check us out on Friday. Friday morning, the pod will be released. Yes. Yes. Be sure to listen to that Friday morning. It's going to be a good one. Big, big game for the Chiefs. Another big. another test. Probably game of the week for the NFL. I, I would think game of the week, and it is in prime time, as it should be, in Arrowhead Stadium. Anything yep. else, boys? No, sir. All righty. See you next time, and as always, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Chiefs.